I've given you all authority to take out the enemy. You are to conquer and subdue him. Satan has no reign and no rule and no authority within people's lives. God, you search my heart and thoughts. Make sure that I am lined up in your word, Lord. Nothing can come in and hinder what God wants to do. We're right. We're armed. We're dangerous. We're ready to go in. We have keys to bring massive amounts of people into the kingdom of God. Hi, I'm Angela Greenick. I want to welcome you to the War Room. Today, I'm taking you on the most greatest overseas adventure. We're in Australia, and I met these very amazing um, apostolic prophetic leader pastors many years ago, because that's what you are, um, Pastor Brian and Lynn Heath. That's easy to say. Um, yeah. So welcome to the program. Where are y'all uh, at? Where are you guys located at? We are in a place called Sale in the region of Gippsland, and we're a country area about three hours east of uh, Melbourne, which is one of the biggest uh, oh, yeah. cities in Australia. Yep. Well, so I we're we in a lovely country region. Yeah, we were there, weren't we? Uh, I don't know how many years ago it was. It seems like yesterday, but it was probably, what, five, ten years ago? Maybe yeah. eight, I don't know. Um, but Melbourne is an amazing place, and we had a wonderful yeah. time. I never forget, we were in some kind of a shrine auditorium <laughs> place, and on the other half of them, they had a Muslim wedding. So I went next door, because you guys were looking, I went over next door and started ministering to the Muslims. <laughs> it was a crazy, I had the best time ever. But I'm so yep. honored to have you on the program this morning. Um, I believe right now that God is like shooting arrows, and he's hitting his targets, and he's drawing yep. his people back to who he is. So yep, before we even absolutely. began... Um, I was talking to my friends here because sometimes you have to be able to trust people that you can really share your heart with. And I do with these guys um, and a few others. But um, yeah. I think it's critical because we are in such a prophetic timeline. And I feel Brian and Lynn like that plumb line is still swinging a little and then it's going to yeah. stop. Then it's not going to swing anymore. And I feel yes. like the gate has been opened and people are going to go to the left or to the right. But either way, that gate swings. God speaks and decrees. He says... It says there are moments in history when a door for massive change opens. Great revolutions and revelation for good or evil will occur in the vacuum created by these openings, or I like to call them portals. It is, yes. it is in these times that key men and women, I'm looking right there at you both, entire generations are going to risk everything to be on the hinge of history, to make the difference that God is calling and ordaining for all of our lives. And he says, mm. I'm bringing and birthing forth labors right now into the kingdom of the Lord. And yeah. there is something so powerful because I keep thinking about Daniel 2, 21. He says he changes times and seasons and mm. he removes kings, presidents, leaders in the churches. And he raises up kings and gives wisdom um, and knowledge, it says, to those who have an understanding. Yes, that's what I got for this morning. That's all I got pretty much. But tag, you're it. The rest on you go for it. But you know what I'm saying? We're on the hinge of the greatest app pouring we've ever seen. Yeah. And I know it's you guys have had it many times. Cheers to that. Amazing. Yeah, well, this is this is a, a, a whole thing for us has been uh, staying uh, in line with God, staying on track with God, uh, you know, being a country place. We've just had to stay on track. We haven't been able to go to the left or the right. I think it's been picking up the heart of God and what God's saying. 
And uh, we've, we've been in our city now for 30, 36 years, thereabouts, 36 years. And uh, when we came to this place, we thought we're going to be here for two years. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but God began to, you know, really nail us down into this place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just in recent times, things have been uh, really opening up in quite an incredible way. And, uh, you know, we've got to pinch ourselves at times because there's two things. We're in the midst of a real uh, uh, spiritual battle. Like we, we're in a place like California. It's very left-wing, very, uh, you know, liberal, socialist, that sort of thing. So, so you're not the flavor of the month. So we've had to stay right on track. Exactly. And, uh, I like that, been, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it too. It's... Uh, <laughs> I think we're born for the battle. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Trained, trained for the battle. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the last season has not really been an easy one. It's been, mm -hmm. I believe, the last seven years has been one of real spiritual warfare and birthing. Yeah. And uh, we're coming to that end of that season. I believe coming up to the end of this year is uh, yeah. it's going to be like a time of real manifestation. Mm. And I think that uh, all sorts of things are manifesting. You know, uh, demons are manifesting. Uh, there, there's uh, some rotten leadership around the country, around Australia. Uh, and America, and, around the world. Yeah. Let's just throw it out there. That's yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, recently our state government here, which is sort of, uh, it, it's, been, it's been under uh, uh, investigation. Uh, by an organization called IBAC, and it's been found to be uh, rotten to the core. But the problem is with that is that uh, they're likely to get re-elected. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's like you get, try and you get the kind of government you're going to deserve. And, and what, what I believe the significance of that is, is that mm. the church in the nation is tolerating this. And uh, there's a real there's a real call going out across the uh, you know the region, the cities, the nation yeah. uh, for the church to really rise. Yes, and, uh, you know that's uh, that's the time we're in, really. That you know why it's so it's it's so timelined here. In 2015, God spoke to me so clear. He said, "From the White House to the Church House, a mighty shaking was going on." And I said, yeah. Lord, when is the shaking going to end? He said, when we get rid of this dead fruit. Yeah. And yep. so there's so much, there's dead, there's like dead fruit. I always look at people, three things, love, joy, peace. I have to see the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's love. He's, there's joy. There's peace. There's humility. I know for some people, yeah. what the heck's that? It's probably <laughs> like being filled with the Holy Spirit and being a temple of God. And what you yeah. put in is what you get out. So if you're putting in a bunch of junk and so much yep. political rhetoric, because I just tell people, they go, do you watch the news? I go, why? <laughs> my phone has the weather, what's happening in my city. I already know what's happening in the nation. God speaks very clearly to us because that's what he does. I, yes. I Sunday when the seven sons of chaos, and it came to me in such a fast manner and the first one God speaks is in the absence of order, chaos erupts. I've saying that for years. In the absence of order, chaos erupts. 
The word chaos comes out of Revelation 9, and it talks about utter confusion, darkness, hopelessness. Mm. Then the second one is a political chaos. You guys are in that too. Matthew mm. 24 is, talks about kingdom with wars and rumors of wars. Then we have moral chaos, spiritual God, my gosh. You know, yeah. economic, global, stock market. It just keeps going on and on. And the Lord said, I told you in the word that I was going to shake it up. <laughs> I'm going to shake that dead fruit. Because even the yeah. crows, you know, they won't eat dead fruit. They want fresh. The enemy is like a vulture. He's circling all the time. And he's. I feel like at times he is trying to like lay this, I don't know if it's a hopelessness, but this spirit of heaviness, Isaiah 63. Like he wants to lay those 61 to 63. I always think yeah. all, all three chapters because it hits me so clear. And he says, but the spirit of heaviness lays over my people like a dead heavy weight. And before you know it, they're hopeless. They give up. Can I ask you a question? How is your um, church going? Like people going? Because I have friends here that run churches and I'm telling you right now, the other side of them don't even want to go to church. Uh Yeah. And I wonder if your churches are shutting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're seeing a couple of things happen in Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I think it's been, you know, for the mega churches in Australia, the, the mega churches. Yeah. I think that I think God's been uh, uh, shaking that, and uh, and He's no doubt been shaking the church in the nation. Uh, it's for us here. Uh, it's been a blessed time because uh, I th- probably mentioned to you earlier on how, you know, when we first came into the city. Uh, God showed us these, uh, the old Cobbin Coast stables. This is, uh, this is uh, 30, uh, well, I was 29. So it's nearly coming up 37 years ago. Lynn and myself visited the city and he showed us the old Cobbin Coast stables, beautiful old stables here, uh, built in 1870. And we had a cup of coffee in the main street and the Lord spoke to uh, and I said to Lynn, one day there's going to be a church in there. Anyhow, uh, through a whole series of miraculous events, mm-hmm. God brought us into these stables mm-hmm. uh, and we, we now uh, own them and we've been able to restore them and it's like a real historical thing. But this is the original pathway into Gippsland. Like we are really, every time, every time we speak, on a on from the pulpit there we are speaking into the pathways the original pathways and it's like god's opened up uh you know our city and and our region and something really is happening so so when we're doing up those old stables uh which we moved into three years ago mm-hmm. uh august three years ago we uh, dedicated them uh for about four months before that we didn't have church we just went down there and we did volunteer work building up the stables amen so so the whole covid shutdown thing it didn't really it's almost like we were prepared and practiced for it yes i felt like it was a prep for what was coming and he was stripping us of all our garbage like haha you can't hide now you're on lockdown honey you can't go anywhere you can't run from yourself so That's let right. me break the chains and set you free. Uh, but yeah. I felt like you do. I said, Lord, this is a prep time, isn't it? He's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, let's utilize every second of it, God. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it worked out okay. It's uh, So our people, 
we we stayed very well connected you know using zoom and that sort of thing uh we were able to do that because we're probably a connected bunch anyway uh but I've when we started it, there yeah so when we started to come back to church people came back quickly oh. and there's a couple we were we are the most shut down state in the western world victoria uh, but this last time that we opened up this year, at the start of this year, the people started to come, new people. And uh, one, of, one of the things which is really exciting is that one of my Indigenous friends, you met one of them, but there's another, another Indigenous friend prophesied over us and he said the people are going to begin to come out of the new age. And I, I thought, oh, well, you know, I like the rest of his prophecy, but I couldn't see that because we're sort of in a very conservative city, mm -hmm. but uh, we've had oh, a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> people come from the new age. Lynn and myself oh, had, a, had a coffee with, with one of the couples today. Good. And this, and this guy, he's, he's about my age, but it's like he, he came into the church about the start of this year and like he could pastor a church now. Because that guy knew the spirit realm. He oh, knew yeah. it was real. And uh, he got That's onto this E.W. Kenyon book, What Happened from the Cross to the, uh, yeah. to the Throne. Yeah. And uh, we yeah. met him today and we were blown away mm -hmm. with what the download that this man is getting into his own heart. Amen. And it's like, it's yeah. like God's That's doing good. such a, you know, and so many other people around, they think they know it all. And are learning nothing, yeah. Yeah. but this guy, we just come away blown away, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, Linda, you um, because you know you do deliverance and stuff as well. So, um, <laughs> well, she delivered me. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you do. So, give me a minute for you, Lynn, right here. But I love it because the one thing I always, well, we always have fun. I've had so many much fun whenever I've been around you, so I love that part. But because um, sometimes people don't know how to do normal. And you're one of the craziest yeah. people I've ever met. Plus, you've had the best <laughs> shoes I've ever seen. But you have a uniqueness about you. Like, I know in my heart you could talk to anyone yeah. and be able to connect with them because they can see that that mama's love, you know, yep. not even a mother's love, but just the love that comes out of you. That's Christ in you. And uh, that's the first thing I was drawn to. I was like, Larry, this chick's got so much love. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. I'm like, God, <laughs> I got to reevaluate what this is. <laughs> See, the word love means with the fruit of the spirit, all you want is the best for someone else. So how do you feel with this counseling thing with some of the new ages? What's that been like for you? Um, well, we haven't really counseled them, so to speak. We've just, they've come on the journey. Yeah. And um, it's just for us, it's been sitting around the table mm -hmm. and talking. Yeah. And yeah. They, they're yeah. just open. They're not, um, you know, because some of the new age people want to jam their yeah. theory down your neck, but they're yeah. not like that. They've, That's awesome. They've come from, both of them, I think, from a Catholic background. So there's always been a knowledge of God there. Yeah, it does um, help, And they've I gone think. searching for him in all the wrong places. And yeah. now that they've come here, it's yeah. like all the dots, all the, the things are falling into place. Yeah. 
it's and been, it hasn't it's been a hard it hasn't been a difficult process actually it's yeah speaking you know you yeah, just have it, like you said coffee and a conversation that's all i yep. do i don't think yeah, when yeah. we come around I get yeah. and we get them around for a meal and we sit down at the table and we'd be there for hours just I, talking i love it I, and I, it's we're just loving, amazing really yeah, yeah. so it's happened that way and it's sort of a funny thing because these guys that have come in it's like uh, it's like um they've god's preserved them he's protected them even though they've been into just about anything mm -hmm. uh, so 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 there's been a couple of uh, rounds of you know real deliverance with some manifestation and you know that sort of stuff mm -hmm. that's happened but it's sort of like being a uh, a progressive truth encounter with them where yeah. where uh, you know mm -hmm. uh, this this uh, one today uh, this man um by the name of Dale, just a lovely, lovely man, real heart for people, really loves people, but he's prophetic, you know, and he's yes, most uh, are. He's he's just going after Jesus and starting to listen to the right kind of prophetic voices and yeah, because they he, need that discerning. Yeah, he he is. And he and he and the thing is that I'm loving about it. Hmm. He's he'll tell me what he thinks, and then he says, Now, what do you think of that? That's so he allows insane. he allows me to he allows me to bring that adjustment. So so very teachable. Which is humble. Yeah. I just heard humble. Yeah. He's so yeah. humble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, the best part I think about like I work in the occult always. So people have had for yeah. years, you know, I just celebrated 43 years um in middle of July in ministry. Yeah. And I laugh sometimes because as a woman in ministry, Larry is not ordained. I have my license. I'm ordained yep. legally. And because um, yep. some people get their license off of uh, internet for 50 bucks. I don't find that <laughs> to be a movement. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just yeah. being real because I work. I have two degrees, six years. I went to school and, you know, so what I'm saying. But there's I love working with the occult. That's my thing. Yeah. Because yes. they're so attuned to the spirit. We, yes. when we were just out, Larry, I mean, I, I ran into people that were in the church and I'm like, so your father, and I just started prophesying in front of everybody, but at the microphone, but it was like people heard, I, but I was just saying, I know your father is high up in witchcraft. He's a, he's a warlock. Your, your mother's a witch. Uh, it goes back two generations. You still have a mm. thread. You say you're safe, but you have the manifestations of darkness. And then all of a sudden, poof, everything shifted. And I was like, because he, they go, do you think he's like saved? I'm like, he is saved. He's looking yeah. for God, but he needs labels over his head. And that's what you guys are doing. You're running into people that need a label that says, oh, that's the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm a seer. I get it because the seer is different than the prophetic. Yeah. Isaiah says that. And so I'm a seer. I just get downloads all the time. I can't kind of keep up with myself most days. I get a hold of people I haven't talked to in 20 years. And, blah, blah, blah. and they're like, yeah. how did you know that I was going through that today? I was praying. It's my birthday. I mean, I always have these weird encounters. I got the weird account anointing. Um, but I really, <laughs> I really believe it's because um, I stay with the father. I'm so connected with him. And even yes. though I see all the craziness around me in the natural, like politically and the sickness and death and disease and stuff, you know, yeah. I just all I do is just speak the word because people yeah. have, asked us, have you had COVID? We're like, no. And um, 
we had to get shots because I had to have surgery. And Larry works in an industry for 911. So if there's an emergency on the phone, God help us if I, he ain't there. So he's <laughs> uh, a very important job too, like the rest of us. And um, But we went and got shots and you can't believe the hate that came out of that. And I'm like, yeah. I, I couldn't go to Sweden last year without having shots because at the time you couldn't even have the PCR test. It was all like new to everybody. And they yeah, go, would yeah. you do it again? And I said, absolutely. I would have done it all over again. Not nobody different. You know, <laughs> I was supposed to be in Pakistan in March. I get to the airport and I almost had a heart attack because my passport was, um, they said my passport was okay, but there was a second part to the passport we never knew. So they wouldn't let me in. Yes. But real quick, what happened was, they go and we were doing a three day healing crusade, which I always wanted you guys to go sometime. It's always in March because it's well. Well, away. you let us know. You let no, us I'm know. going in March of next year. I, oh, I'm yeah. going to tell you what. Well, I will get on that plane. I will do every ounce of homework I did five times this time. But there's yeah. such a movement happening there. So they do this big crusade because I'm not there for mom. And um, one of the newer guys gets up and talks about um, Muhammad and the Quran, which. You cannot do that there. I mean, they tell you on the plane, you say anything about Muhammad or the or the Quran, you will be put in jail and probably murdered. I mean, they just yeah, are like yeah, hardcore on drugs, lesbian, homosexual, right. whatever. And so we always have to have armed guards there from the government. The government's there, one of their officials. So they go and the whole place goes ballistic. So the guy gets arrested and my son says to me, mom, you got to pray. We're hiding. We're in hiding because we had people coming after us. It wasn't our fault. It was somebody else's guy. He just grabbed and whatever. So they, the yeah. Muslim government shut it down. Thank you, Jesus. I hate the lying <laughs> twist of stuff. When you tell yeah. someone not to do it, and they do it anyway. So a friend of mine was who's in D.C. Um, he's get because he's a Jew from Israel. So he's getting ready to go back over to Israel. And he's supposed to meet this very well-known Jewish rabbi guy or whatever and writes books or whatever. And um, he said, can we get to see you? And he said, I can't. There's a month, there's a guy in Pakistan that said things uh, last month that he should have never said. And because he did, now I can't see you. I got to go there. And that was the guy. Right. And I thought, God, what would have been the chance? I, I could have been arrested. Yeah. And then on second thought, I thought, Larry, if that guy started saying anything, I would have said, you need to shut that down right now. Because, you know, I'm always thinking that, like, I don't know, but it makes me think about all these things. And I'm like, God, I got to raise up an army. And so I took the rest of the money from the crusade that we didn't do. And we got a school <laughs> in South Punja with two playgrounds and a camel. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So now awesome. we have the children's school slash uh, Bible college. So we have thousands of Bible graduates through the years. And he has Paul TV and he's just doing amazing yeah. And when you start to connect with people that have the heart for the father and their ears to the ground, like you guys do, things start to move very, very quickly. And um, awesome. I said to Larry, I said, I've got to have heavy hitters go into Pakistan with me. You know, I yeah. brought them through the years and then they start crying and I can't handle that stuff. Yeah. I have to give them to Lynn. Lynn, here, handle them. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't do real well with that stuff. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we ain't got time. But um, there's something about Australia. And I said, you know, I was supposed to be there with you guys. And then COVID hit. And yeah. I was like, God dang it. I said, but at the right time, we'll all be together again because we're here right yes. now. Yeah, I'd love that. And I think uh, I think yeah. our region's ready ready for you, Angela. Thanks for so being good. There's, a, there's some, some really cool partnerships happening around here. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, it's sort yeah, of I like uh, the way the way I describe it, the Gippsland area. There's like a canopy. You know, one uh, one uh, apostle that came in, uh, David Vacker, he he, uh, he called it God's dome. He said when he came into the region, he said there was like uh, you know he just came into this open heaven space, and and it and it really is like that. And I think there's been. 30 years of prayer and partnership yes. here. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that's it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a God space that's been built here. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's amazing. So exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. So Sunday I'm preaching and I stop and talk about you guys in Australia and that what yeah. God's doing. And all of a sudden a glory cloud came over me. I started prophesying to the church and, um, God said, I'm releasing the sons of thunder within the nation right now. And yeah. then I walk up front and I, I looked down and I started to pray because I could feel it over me and gold was falling and it landed all over this woman's purse, which was uh-huh. yellow. And she went to pick it up. And I said, do you see that? She goes, there's yeah. all over my purse. And I said, God wants you to know he's got provision for you. And yes, you zip it and believe God step into the supernatural. See, yeah, that's what's happening. We're stepping. It's, I always teach on deliverance. I'm like, deliverance isn't just about demons. Everybody goes, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, deliverance isn't just about the demonic entities. It's also about the mindset of people. It you is. Know, people still have a carnal mindset, Second Corinthians. But God said, you know, we're not to have a carnal mindset. We're not babies. When you begin in Christ, you have a carnal. But the carnal yeah. is your flesh isn't crucified with the Lord. And so... It's almost like, you know, sometimes people are like, well, you know, it just doesn't really matter anymore. And I'm seeing more yeah. Christians fall away from God. Yeah. And I'm like, what yep. the heck is this about, Lord? Yep. If the mind is not, not re- renewed, we can't function as sons and daughters of God. And mm-hmm. I, I think that is a critical part of deliverance. It is. And, and you know, I'm, I'm just finding, uh, you know, with some of these guys coming out of the, you know, out of the new age, one of them has become a dear friend. We walk around the lake in the city, mm. you know, most days of the week. And that's how discipleship happens. A couple of times he's felt like throwing me into the lake, uh, <laughs> you know, because we get down to talking about it. Yeah, but it's great. It's, you know, <clears throat> this thing is all about relationship. It, you know what? It, it, but it really yeah. is. You have to have... I love Jonathan and David because they were able to exchange each other's armor. Nowhere else yeah. in the Bible have I found it. I've looked, trust me. Yeah. And um, when David saw the injustice, he went and did something. And King Saul wanted him to wear his armor, but it was too big. And I'm teaching yeah. people the last couple of years through COVID and stuff. It's like, you guys need to wear the gifting God's given you. Whatever yeah. mantle and mandate. And, you know, and I'm a, just such a believer in the father, but I'm like, you know, out of Isaiah. Those who wait upon the Lord, God, how can I serve you today? Can I wash somebody's feet? Can I make sure they have food? Can I go have a conversation with a cup of coffee to people that came out of the new age? Whatever it is, God, those who wait upon the Lord. And God is looking for the sons and daughters that will start to wait on yep. him in a spirit and then be released to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because beautiful. I think many nations right now, like I know um, for our nation here, I know since I've been saved. I mean, I fought for 
uh, with the call, I mean, my God, 30 years ago to see God yeah. move in this nation against abortion. And yeah. I'm dealing, sadly, with Christians that think, well, Angela, if somebody is raped, they should have a right to have an abortion. And I said, well, I have a girl, I have two friends that were, um, that their fathers raped them and they have children by their father. And they said, excuse me. I said, they would not have an abortion. Mm. You know, yeah. and they said I couldn't kill the child. And it really yeah. spoke to me. I, it's still, it may sound like you may, some of you out there may say, oh my God, that's too much. Not really. Because they were able to, one girl kept her child, the other girl had given up for an adoption. Yeah. It was like a choice, but it was the right choice. People yes. don't want to have things happen to them where they're raped or this or that. And the whole nation in America, they're fighting over about abortion. And I'm like, well, maybe we need to get back to 2015 when the gay marriage was okayed in this nation. We have a transgender in the White House. We have a homosexual marriage to a man. There's a couple of them in there in the White House. Yep. What an abomination. And um, yeah. it's a disaster here. And yet, yeah. you know, next month I'll be down at Folsom Fair with probably a couple hundred thousand people that are all the LGBT. Yeah. And, you know, you can't even speak now. You'll get a thousand dollar or more fine if you speak to a lesbian, gay man, transgender, whatever, and speak to them about Jesus, you get a fine. Yeah. You can't even talk yeah. About and, and, and it's, it's even I worse do. than that here. If, uh, if uh, we pray for somebody who is confused about their gender, that yep. can be a 10-year a, a prison sentence to me uh -huh. now. Yeah, but you know what so, I was thinking? We're a voice that was called to prepare the way of the Lord. We yeah, were 11, yeah, so, year, 11 or 12-year-old so just moved here out of state. And their parents go, well, you know, he thinks he should have been a girl. Yeah. The kid's 11 or 12 years old. That child's brain is not, boop you know, like normal, yeah. like, you know, developed or whatever. And so the governor's like, oh, yeah, just bring them on in, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. You know. Yeah, well, well, just uh, just recently here, horrible. one of the major rugby uh, teams in Australia, uh, seven of the players have refused to wear the gay pride uniform. Good. And uh, it's uh, it's really, you know, they're making a stand and the intimidation that's coming against them is uh, is just not fair. And, and you know, we've we've uh, we've uh, had this personally, Lynn and myself, this kind of uh, attack against us for, you know, the stands we've made. But Angela, Lynn and myself have never said one word against gay people. Never, ever. No. Uh, we 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 love those people. Uh, but the reality is, is that they're, that, you know, we've got to live righteously. And I, I believe Amen. that the decline in the nations has been progressive. But as soon as we allowed homosexual marriage to come in, it's almost like we've gone to the next stage now of uh, yes. uh, almost a social collapse right across the Western yeah, yeah. world. That's here. It's and, here. And, you know, the church, rather than... Uh, you know, uh, taking its right place is become woke. It's woke culture yeah. that's infiltrated the church in Australia. We've got to come back to the Word of God. We've got to that's come it. back to the Father Heart of God. We've got to we've got to be uh, true fathers to people that are gender confused. Yes, because that is right. the only thing that is going to turn them around. True fathers. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. I, and I the love- demonic world will attack fathers ferociously. Oh, yes. Always. It, it's and so and although, although, Angela, you are a woman, there's a fathering dimension to what you do. Of course. Oh, I, yeah. you know, because I laugh all the time. I'm like, God, I'm a woman and a mother, but I, fa- I have to father. You know, I realized something interesting. Last year, I'd gone out because after COVID, there was probably about 150,000 showed up. We've had almost a million in a weekend out there in California, Folsom Fair. Yeah, you can't believe just everything out in the open, like, yeah, anything goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's so disturbing. But I seem to find all the people that are broken that want to commit suicide. And, you know, um, I'll get to see all the transgenders and the drag queens because they all know who I am. And they call me a Pastor Angela or Mama Angela, because not one time have I ever, ever said anything derogatory, hurtful. Yeah, I, yeah. It's kind of weird saying this. I've been, this will be my 11th or 12th year this year going, and I do it all the time. Um, but I've never one time had someone say to me, so what do you think about me being a homosexual? Or what yeah. do you think about me being married to a man? I've never had anyone say that to me. Or what does the Bible say? Because they yeah. said, we don't understand you because you operate in so much love. You yeah. know, and I said, you know what? Because I have conversations, we have coffee, we talk. Yeah. You know, I'll be standing at a gate for an hour talking with a couple of the drag queens about stuff. Because yeah. it's like, what are you supposed to do? You just leave them there. And the last yeah. time when I was there, not last year, because last year was different. It didn't have as many of the gates open, thank God, because there's 13 gates that go into yes. gateways. But the year before, the top drag queen did say to me, she said, Angela. She goes, I believe God's brought you here to be a bridge to us. And she said, God in a bridge. And, you know, immediately I'm thinking, I know, I know you were raised in God. And there's such a twisting. But then there's the other side of that, Brian, where people are so compromising. Like even the Mormon church and other churches, networks out here say, it's okay to be gay. And it's not. They've embraced it. And I'm like, you know what? I have to go back to the word. Because even this morning, God said, I've given you a key to the gate of every city. Now go open the gate and go. And I'm hearing, my yoke is not heavy. My burden is light. And I was thinking about the ox, how the yoke goes upon them to make their load lighter. So if we would put on Christ, we would feel this lighter, right? It'd be lighter. We wouldn't feel so bound. I. I have been so blessed. I'm going to have you guys close out because I have to shift. I have more meetings. I have to get ready to do interviews with. Um, <laughs> but um, I just want you both to know that I, I think about you often. I do pray for you guys a lot. Um, yeah. and for the nation of Australia, that God would continue to raise up that war cry for purity, holiness, justice. And that yes. he would remove second uh, Daniel 2, 21, he would remove kings and judges out of their seats of authority and leaders. And that he would put the men and women he has called for such a time as this. Yeah. Because I yeah. believe, I know in September, there's a mega, a major, major, major shift. Yeah. Thing, big, but good. And the Lord says, hold on. Everything is breaking forth in the spirit. And for those of us who have our ear to the ground, which we do, God's on the move. Angela, thank you, and uh, uh, thanks for thanks for the way you pray for us and the way you you know every now and again don't hear from you often, but then all of a sudden this word comes, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, such an incredible timely thing. 
So, uh, so we thank God for you and the way he uses you and yeah. just think, you know, you're one of our heroes, the way you go into the Folsom Fair and that sort of thing. And can't wait for you to come to our city. Yes. But we might I'll be even there. come to Pakistan with you. Oh my gosh, it would be fabulous. Can you guys close us out in prayer? And we're going to be doing this probably again, maybe if you can, in the next six weeks or so, because I'm back yeah. full throttle now. Poor Larry works a full-time job and he does a full-time here. Yep. You know, what for a the legend. ministry. And then yeah. we're, we decided about a month or two ago, I had a vision and God spoke to me, said, this is where you're going to be living at. And I go, Larry, God says we're moving to Missoula, Montana. And the word literally caught fire and went right in my head. I got a little yeah. bit how to say it but i started this because i don't spell blah, 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 and he goes what do you remember when we drove through montana how beautiful it was i go there's something about montana larry and you know he's worked so hard that i said god i'd go to the moon and back wherever he wanted to go so he would be honored and know how much i love him and i'm in love with my husband all these years right it's just yeah. beautiful but i'm like I'm we're ready. So we're trying to get things, you know, picked up. He said, your TV room and your other dressing room, which is in the other room, all your clothes. He said, here's me, Lynn, with 50,000 pairs of shoes and jackets. All I do is give everything away. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got so much stuff. I don't know what to do with all of it. So but it's good. I love it. Well, you well when you sound? when you when you come to Australia, uh, we'll, uh, yes. make Thank a you. little bit of a holiday. All right. No, we, I'm going gotta... to. I, I told Larry, yeah. I go to Finland. Bring him. Make sure he comes. I'm going to yeah. Finland and Sweden um, mid-October, and I'm gone for over two weeks. I go, Larry, yeah. I can't keep doing these three and five-day hit and runs. And then I come <laughs> home and have to turn around and do another trip. He goes, well, I'm not okay about you leaving. I said, well, you're going to have to get okay. You're going to have to pray. And then we'll just do talk all the Because we talk 50 billion times a day. I'm like, thank God yeah. we, he works for AT&T when I'm traveling, even during yeah. the day. He'll even get to work and call. I'm like, Jesus, didn't we just talk 20 minutes ago? You know, and he just, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> how many how many coffees have you had today, by the way, Angela? Um, 12 or 13, but I've been up since uh, almost 930. <laughs> I'm always like this. You have no clue. It's a fire. The Holy Spirit just yeah. flame on. All the time yeah. I'm telling people, let your hearts flame on. Let God burn the dross, burn the garbage out. And let's get right and get on with getting on. I'd like to well, get people well, saying uh, we're going to heaven. Why not? I believe, I believe that by the end of this year, there'll be no excuse for a Christian anywhere to be bored in church. The amen. Uh, because because the, the workload is going to max out. There's going to be something so yeah. powerful yeah. Uh, happen between now and the end of the year in the nations. Yep, I and know I that's believe, right. I believe a couple of things is going to be a real harvest of souls. Yes. There's going to be people come into church that are ready for work. Uh, people yeah. are going to begin to move from woke churches to awakened churches. Uh, uh, the people who have been praying for uh, the right leaders to come and they're going to walk in the door. They literally are. There's going to be pastors who walk in are going to stand with uh, with apostolic leaders. Yeah. Uh, this is going to happen. And one of the problems is a lot of pastors haven't been able to trust, but they'll be able to trust these people quickly mm -hmm. because they're coming ready for work, yeah, ready yeah. for the assignment. God's going to move them geographically. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some That's of these amazing. people that walk in are going to almost look too good to be true. Yeah. 
So we still need to have our discernment on, but God is building his church Mm. and he's moving the right people into the right place. So, you know, I I just thank God for what he's doing. I thank God that we're moving into a time of uh, real harvest Mm. and and there's going to be an abundance of of the word. There's going to be an abundance of uh, provision for every good work. And Father, I just thank you that the governing grace, the the apostolic grace is going to be multiplied and increased in the nations because God is doing his thing. And what we've all got to do is just line up with his things. And Father, I just thank you for Angela and for Larry and the work they're doing and the work with the children. Father, I just pray for a real supernatural provision. And even more workers that would come alongside and really just serve. Father, we thank you. We thank you for Angela's input into our own region. And we just receive what she carries in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want to thank you both again. I know it's late there. It's winter there. So it's freezing. And it's 100 degrees here, so I don't have any air conditioner fans on. And I'll keep going. So y'all, you know, through the video, because Larry's like, just don't, you know, you're dressed, you're covered proper. I'm like, no, you know, as a minister. So we do, right, Lynn? (laughs) Well, you know what Lynn's like, you know, she's very prim and proper, hey? I know. So I said, I don't even know if this is appropriate. So if I offend anyone out there, forgive me, most people don't care. But I was like, what would it be like to just get on TV sometime and not have to do hair and makeup and yeah oh you know and then I'm like so I probably will one day and then once I do I ain't never going back because it's a well lot. you're well you're you're in good company here because uh you know no airs and graces we're into real church yeah yeah and Lynn I can't real wait church. to see you so when we do see each other which we will I will make we'll sure have some Give me within a week. I'll have all the stuff to you about Pakistan. But guys, listen to me. You've seen their website. You see their names that have come across um, the screen as we've had this interview. They are amazing purebreds. They're not show horses. They're donkeys, not jackasses, (laughs) just saying. And uh, you'd be blown away. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I push that envelope and I'm like, push it good. If you're going to push it, my mother said, if you're going to do something, just go all the way. But God really is looking for the of the holiness, those who carry the glory, those yeah. whose hearts are pure before him shall see a movement of God. And I know yeah. all things are coming in real quick. So as I would like to say to you guys, we are in that Moed time and God says, <clears throat> tell them you are flames of fire and it's time to yeah. ignite it not just through your nation, but around the world. And I'll be praying for you guys, especially with, you know, these new endeavors you have with the new age and stuff, because they're my kind of people. Well, I want to thank you again. And um, listen, we'll be seeing each other soon. Bless you guys. I think it's what, 1030, 1130 at night. You probably want to get ready to go to bed. Yeah, not far from midnight. Yep. Who (laughs) sleeps? Not I. Here we go. God bless you. Thank you, guys. I can't wait to see you. Thank you for joining Angela Greening for her War Room podcast. You can discover more about her ministry, books, and DVD resources at AngelaGreening.com. Visit her on Facebook and Instagram. Please join her again next week as she continues to share what God has given her.